Hi there, I'm Jim. And I'm Claire. Let's talk teaching. Welcome to Let's Talk Teaching, a podcast from the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Technology here at Illinois State University. I'm Jim G. Joining me today, our director, Dr. Claire LaMonica. Hi, Claire. Hi, Jim. Happy autumn. Happy autumn. It's well, feeling a little bit like happy winter, but we're, you know, technically we're a ways away from that. But, yeah, we're, uh, we're recording this. nippy out there. We're recording this in early <laughs> November, and it uh, we had about two or three weeks of autumn. So that was more like, did you have a happy autumn, yeah. I guess, is what I was <laughs> It asking. was lovely while it lasted. While <laughs> it lasted. I loved it. One of the, one of the trees outside of our new home uh, here at Williams Hall. First of all, we have trees outside of our building now. <laughs> and we can see them. <laughs> and we can see them. So I guess it's a ginkgo tree, and it, it does this. But it just lost all its leaves in one day. Just, just all went, at once. It yeah. was like, boom. Yeah. Boom. It's like that scene from one of the movie versions of the Harry Potter books where the Whomping Willow yeah. just kind of <laughs> just yeah. kind of gives up. One reason why I mentioned the season is that there are a couple of professional development events coming up soon. We have one on our campus that we're planning on, our teaching and learning symposium. But you're also going to some conferences both here at ISU, the, the Culturally Responsive Campus Community Conference is coming up. But also, you're going to the Pod Network conference, I know. So I thought maybe we'd just talk briefly today about how do you prepare and how do you get the most out of a conference experience? And of course, you're talking to me, who's someone who doesn't like to travel. Yeah, I know. I would say the first thing is that you should go. Yes. (laughs) It's really hard to get anything out of it when you don't go. And, you know, sometimes they publish the proceedings or whatever, mm -hmm. but, you know, there's no substitute for being in the room. Right. And, um, you know, joining the conversation or even just taking in the conversation while what, you're there. One of my favorite moments was a few years ago when we were planning to go to the pod conference in Montreal. And I said, oh, gosh, I've never been overseas to a conference. And you gave me a look. <laughs> and I believe you said, well, it's more like over lake. Yeah, we're not really going over any seas between <laughs> Illinois and Montreal. But, right. you know, that's a technicality. I guess. I guess. Uh, so, yeah, you need go, to get out more. I, I, I do. Saying. I suppose I do. So, so going, you know, commit to going is mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, we have acquaintances who, not just me, but we have acquaintances who have waffled at times about whether they're going to actually end up going to it or not or whatever. Sure. But let's presume that you do, that you're planning to go and you're all booked and ready to go. And whether you're traveling far or it's on your own campus or whatever. What do you do to prepare before you go to an event like this? You know, I like to sort of set some goals for myself uh-huh. um, in terms of what I'm hoping to get out of the conference. And sometimes that can be as simple as um, building my network. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's more like there's a particular... Uh, topic or a, a sort of a burning question, something that I've been wondering about that I think I might gain some insights at the conference. So I kind of try to um, be aware of what that what that question is. Mm-hmm. Um, and following that, once I've sort of established that question, I like, and, and I don't always do this, but I think I get the most out of the conference when I take the time before the conference, even on the airplane on the way or, um, you know, in my hotel room the night before the first meetings or whatever, to um, go through the, the conference program and identify sessions that will help me 
answer my question or learn mm-hmm. the thing that is that I'm trying to learn. So, um, and I really like it when the conference has an app because even though it, it, when I first started seeing them, I was like, ugh, I, I, yeah, I'm not, ugh, I'm not who so wants to, cra- Who yeah. wants to do that? But I like it because um, you can, generally it has the schedule and then it has my schedule. Right. And so you can just click on things in the schedule and it puts them into your schedule, my schedule. Mm-hmm. And then I have that as a tool. I'm not frantically looking up between every session. You know, I don't, I'm not spending the last five minutes of every session looking up to see where I'm going next and what room it, you know, what room it's in and, right. you know, what topic I'm going to be thinking about. So um, that also helps me establish, tell whether I've established an agenda that's going to help me answer the question. Right. So I can sort of see a theme, you know, running through and, um, and it might help me think about questions that I want to ask in particular sessions or mm-hmm. Um, if I don't hear something about this in this session, I might want to ask about it. So I, that that kind of answers my next question, which was going to be about how do you decide what to go to at a conference. I think one of the one of the things I've often found, especially if I'm going to like to a national or an international conference, uh, is that um, I get a little frustrated by the amount of choice I have. There are so many choices. There there really are. And if you if you don't go into it with a um, if, if you don't go into it, and I don't always, but mm-hmm. I, I have a, I feel like I have a better experience if I go into it with a specific um, line of questioning or, or something, um, because it that does help me kind of sort through what's out there. Right. And and you know me, I get, I have a tendency to get distracted by shiny objects, so it's very easy for me to go through the program and think. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, so this year I really want to learn more about meeting the needs of an increasingly diverse student body. And then I say, oh, look, here's a, here's a session on my discipline. Yeah, I think right, I'd yeah. like to go to that. Or, <laughs> wow, here's yeah. one on meditation. I've never thought about that. Right, Maybe I right. should go. So anyway, yeah. um, it helps me focus. Right. Well, so I guess you could go to a, into a uh, conference, and this is how I might approach like the teaching professor conference, mm-hmm. which I'm I I am honestly booking my hotel room this week. <laughs> oh, that's so that's good. Good I'm going to be on the yeah. I'm going to be on the hook for 150 199 bucks or whatever it is for the first <laughs> See room you night. There. Yeah. So I'm going. You can cancel um, the hotel room till the day. Before, well, I guess whatever. I guess <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I shouldn't, shouldn't have told me that. Shouldn't have told me that. Don't tell Jim that. <laughs> no, no, I'm looking forward to it, and yeah. uh, it's going to be uh, uh, in. Early June, I think it's in Atlanta mm-hmm. this year, and, Atlanta. I've, and I've been to Atlanta before. You know, I've done a lot of yeah. I've done a lot of Atlanta in my life. So I'm I okay know, I happen to yeah. know that someone who will remain nameless will definitely be organizing a dinner out at Pity Pat's porch in Atlanta. I've never so, actually gotten to Aunt Pity Pat's porch yeah, yet in Atlanta, so I'll have to do it. Definitely want to join that okay. outing. Yeah, will fiddle DD. Yeah. Um. Say. <laughs> Yeah, um, CTLT or Illinois State University right. uh, people will well, be invited to that. And as a side note, we had a you you took a large contingent of people there last year. We did. I think we it had was. a huge number, like yeah. nineteen or twenty or something. It was it was a that. big number. Yeah, there was that. a department that had used that as kind of a carrot, right. um, For their uh, faculty who were participating in a a year long right. professional growth opportunity. Right. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to that particular conference because I have never been. I've been thinking about it for a long time, and I went to some of the other conferences associated with it over the years and presented at them even, but haven't been to that one so much. So I'm looking forward to it that I'm even going down down into the deep south in in summer. Having said that, 
one thing, one approach I might take to that conference is actually my research question, if you will, the way you're kind of talking about it is, what new things do I need to know about? Mm-hmm. You know, if if you don't have a definite line of research, like I need to improve my teaching, in I want to improve in this way. particular yeah. way. Maybe it's more of a fishing expedition. You yeah. can do that. Absolutely, um, and particularly um, if you if you haven't been to a conference before, right. so you're not sure exactly what kinds of questions people are going to be addressing. I I think it's a good idea, and this isn't always economically feasible, but or yeah. financially feasible. But I think it's a good idea to go to a conference um, at least once before you try to propose a session for a conference, right? Because that helps you understand what the expectations are. What are the conference? It's a discourse community, right? So you know what are the conversations going on in this particular parlor to. Mm-hmm. Um, bring in Kenneth Burke in, which I don't know why we would. But anyway. You know, <laughs> why why what, not? What are the conversations going on in this parlor and, and how right. do you join them? Uh, let's talk about different types of conferences because there are small conferences and then there are massive conferences and they have different characters and they have different uh, different culture about them and whatnot. Um, do you change your approach differently depending on the size of the or the locality of the uh, of the conference? That's a really good question. Um, yeah, I think I think I probably do. You know, I love a small conference. Mm-hmm. I love a conference with maybe three to five hundred people um, that you're sort of seeing the same people in uh, in different sessions, and you don't have dozens and dozens of options. You know, there may be, you know, maybe five or six options at a time, or or whatever. Maybe not even that. Um, I think I tend to, to do more networking. It's mm-hmm. easier for me mm-hmm. in, in the conference of that size. Mm-hmm. I tend to get, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Even I, <laughs> um, I, I'm overwhelmed by the number of people at a, at a big conference with, you know, more than a thousand or uh, golly, you know, National Council of Teachers of English, there, there were lots of thousands of people, mm-hmm. um, back in the day. So the heyday of professional development conferences. And I'm, but you're at the same time, you may not be able to identify a strand of sessions that address a specific question. So, uh, but it's going to, but the conference is probably going to be more focused on a specific topic. So a smaller conference. Yeah. A smaller conference. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense to me. And all the conferences you've gone to over your career. Ever? Ever. Sure, ever. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. Okay. What was the best one and why? Oh. And I'll grant you it's probably, it may not be a teaching-related conference yeah. necessarily. Well, most of the, con- the conferences I've been to um, have primarily been teaching-related. Although, you know, there's some more research-oriented conferences that I've, I- I've gone to. Um, wow. You know... I used to be a regular attendant at um, the Conference of Writing Program Administrators, mm-hmm. and I don't know that I could pick out a particular conference, but I loved those conferences. They, mm-hmm. you know, they were small. Um, it was a it was an established group. They had a very active listserv, and so I was at the conference. I was running into people that I w- had already been talking to online on the listserv or, or listening to um, reading on the listserv. Mm-hmm. Um, I was familiar with uh, the, the research they were doing and the things they were publishing. So it just, it felt like 
it felt like a, well, it was, it, it felt like a small community. And in fact, that's what it was. It was a, a community of people doing the same kind of work, mm-hmm. um, hard work, uh, but, um, and sometimes thankless work, you know, being a director of first year composition pretty much just paints a target on your back. <laughs> and, you know, As we've discussed, you, yes. You need a duck. Um, yeah. But, um, but those were really rich uh, professional development experiences for me. I, I think just uh-huh. um, an, ex- an extension of my own interest and being able to talk to a lot of people, but not too many people. Right, you know, right, yeah. That, that were inter- doing the same kind of work. Right. That's interesting. Well, and it sounds like, you know, there are a lot of organizations, the larger organizations now do have whatever they call them, constituency groups or yeah, these birds of a feather. Groups, affinity groups, birds of groups, a feather, SIGs, you know, special interest groups. Right, right. right. Yeah. So, so there may be a way to emulate that small yes. conference experience in the large, and, and go and seek those out. That's actually a, that's actually a great point because yeah. I, I think that's very true. I'm currently, um, I'm going to the pod conference next week. Um, it's professional organizational developers, which is a yeah, conference of people who do, who do our work, right. um, working, supporting faculty. But I'm part of the um, professional development committee for the pod, you know, for the, right. for, so the professional development committee for people who do professional development. So how, right. how do we grow as educational developers? And, and we meet monthly via Zoom so that is, you know, that is becoming for me that kind of small, it's an affinity group. You yeah. know, it's a small group of people who I'm starting to recognize by name and by face. And um, we can we can talk about our shared passion for developing developers. Right, right. Yeah. I'm doing actually something similar with a group, and it's not through pod, although I have a feeling it's going to end up being very pod related <laughs> down the road. Um, it's just a lot of us can't go there this year. A, a group of folks who do communication work for Centers for Teaching. Yeah, and I would think that would be kind of a growing group. I think it is a growing I, group. I, I, I'm not sure that um, many centers had communication people until you know somewhat recently. Well, I think the you last were, ten I, years. I think Dr. LaMonica, you were a trendsetter. I was when like you, cutting when you, edge <laughs> when you when you put that job ad out that, yeah. that I that I saw. Um, but no, and seriously, and it, it grew out of a couple people asking, "Hey, are there anyone else? We're going to hire a communication person. Does anyone else do this?" Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's and it's been fascinating, kind of exploring topics with them and whatnot. And we do Zoom yeah. meetings occasionally. And, and have a Google group and stuff. So, yeah. Sounds good. It does yeah. sound good. Yeah. Lots of lo- lots of ways to grow professionally. And, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody needs to grow professionally, even people who help other people grow professionally. Right. So um, I think that's, you know, I'm really looking forward to the conference next week. We haven't talked much about the CRCC um the culturally responsive campus community conference, which is the two days after I get back. So right. I leave yeah. for pod on Tuesday. I come back from pod on Sunday, and then I have CRCC on Monday and Tuesday. So uh-huh. um, it's going to be a, a pretty uh, rigorous seven yeah. days. Yeah. But um, I the um, that conference is um, always a joy. Sure. Uh, and it's and it's one that's really found its place in the last few years. It's a relatively new conference on new. campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and local. And local. And um, unfortunately, by the time this podcast hits air, it's, the registration will be probably be closed. I believe yeah. it's actually closing here in the next day. Or actually, tomorrow, I think it does, um, as we're recording this. But um, And it's one that we here at CTLT have supported behind the scenes mainly over the years with some communication work and whatnot. 
And um, so it's been fun watching it grow. Yeah, and, and it is the, growing. Yeah. And, I, you know, you could try walking in, but don't tell them I sent you. <laughs> I exactly. You know, it's I not mean, like there will be any recorded evidence of that. Right. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, as we know from the symposium, you sure. know, there's things happen. Sure. People make plans to, to be in a certain place at a certain right. time, and then, you know, things happen, and they, yeah. they can't be there. And, and sometimes um, the organizers are able to accommodate a yeah. walk-in. Or, or two but but you know what it's a local event here on campus and i think if you happen to be in the bones student center <laughs> on november 18th or 19th then they may be able to accommodate you you so. could you could it, nothing would be lost by right. asking claire thank you so much thank you and that's all the time we have for this episode of let's talk teaching find out more about our podcast and send us your tips for how you enjoy and and grow at conferences and professional development events that you go to. Go to our website, ctlt.illinoisstate.edu. You can find out how to contact us, find out more about our podcast, and more about the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Technology. For Dr. Claire LaMonica and for all my colleagues here at CTLT, until we talk again, happy teaching.